0: This is Field Commander Jeff of the battleship Who Sontar to Sontar. You feeble humans are on a mission to collect as much chocolate as you can. And I am joined by Right Honourable Field Commander Paul <laughs> of the Who Sontar to Sontar battle fleet.
1: Good evening, Paul. Good evening Commander Jeff, I am your snivelling servant as always sir and I grovel at your feet with the with the alacrity of a spiel Are
0: you ready to die in podcast battle for the honour of
1: Santa to Sontar? I live for the glory of it Commander, let us be having it. Sontar ha! Oh God, that was awful! <laughs> yeah, it's not really hit. a Suntaran battle fleet coming at you, people. This is Paul and Jeff from Who Corners a Corner, uh, as you well know, because you'd have clicked on our podcast, <laughs> yeah, presumably yeah. intentionally. <laughs> if you did it by accident, then hello, please stay. <laughs> yeah, if if you're new to us, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. So you sorry. you
0: might you might be wondering, as we are. Why we've attempted to beat St. Torrens. Why Was that <laughs> well, what it was? What? Why did we do that? So, tonight's episode, well, it's tonight when we're recording it, is um, we're looking back at the 10th Doctor two-parter, the Sontaran stratagem slash the Poison Sky. Um, So, recently we ran a poll, didn't we, Paul? We've done a number of polls where we've put out some of our favourite Doctor-specific episodes, 13th, 11th, 12th, um, and people have voted for which one they would like us to look back at and talk about. And we put out our... Uh, selection for the 10th Doctor and uh, it included the Sontana Stratagem and Poison Sky Um, and I can't actually remember what was winning the vote so yes after the uh, sad news about the passing of Bernard Cribbins Mm. recently we decided to sack off our poll and pick this Sontar and two parter um, as I want to look at, so our two to look at, so that we could um, talk a little bit about Bernard Cribbins yeah. in them um, as a sort of little tribute, I suppose, uh, to him. Um, I've met Bernard a few times. Uh, he was very good friends with my dad uh, it, through the world of fishing, um, and I'd see Bernard, you know, at stuff that my dad would put on fishing things that, that I would go along to, uh, usually filming them every couple of years and he'd, he'd yeah. always remember me and and we'd have a chat and um you know he was he was just a, a, a really nice mm. person he had he had time for everyone and uh you know always kind of made you laugh and uh was just you know just good company all the stuff that you see people say about him uh is true really um and so yeah he, yeah. Was, he was a really uh really nice guy um and uh you know yeah like i said very good friend of my my dad's so yeah, he will be sadly missed by, yeah. by many, many people as we saw uh, you know, uh, with with things online after he, he passed away recently. So, um let's let's dissect a Sontaran Two Parter. Um I haven't watched this one for a for a while. Same, um, actually. Yeah, I haven't watched it uh, for a while. Trying to think when I last watched it, mm. um and I, I yeah, I actually can't remember. Um <laughs> So it's it's one I've always liked. I mean, um, series four is is filled with yeah just great episodes, isn't it? There really isn't any anything that isn't outstanding in it. There's no duffers in there. No, there's no duffers, and even you know, no series has got anything truly terrible in it as far as I'm mm. concerned. Um, but I always really enjoyed this this two parter for lots of reasons. You know, Donna and the Doctor were great mm-hmm. in it. Martha was back, which was was really good. Um, you know, the Sontarans looked really good. Uh, some great action. Um, you know, it was quite a big um, big scale. It, it you know it was a global thing. Um, mm-hmm. But but looking at it now, and and this comment is uh, understandable. So I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. But Its its look is quite dated. Um, it is. and yeah. which like so, it's quite an obvious thing to say, but <laughs> like until not that long ago um you know when i'd mm. watch a a, a tenant or an eccleston it didn't it didn 't feel uh visually dated yeah. um and and when you watch a classic coup, you know <clears throat> you you know it 's of its time um and you know you, saw, you know the effects were a bit rubbish and stuff but but that's as good as it was at the time um <clears throat> but now watching this episode I was like oh yeah it's starting to sort of creep into classic who visuals if you see what I mean mm-hmm. you know it's it's uh you know obviously not as good as what we get now but the story and everything still holds up on it so you know as i'm sure i've said this on the podcast before and i have certainly said it Places that no one who listens to the podcast are going to have heard it, but you know, <laughs> if, if the story's good, it doesn't matter what the visuals are like.
1: You know, yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. So it's just a just a general comment on it. But, um, but that, that that's the case with with Doctor Who. From from the very start, though, it's it's something I've I've always thought. It's the the stories and the things that have always drawn me into Doctor Who. I mm. was a big fan of the Target novels before I'd seen most episodes, mm. and it wasn't really until the kind of the eighties sort of kicked off that I started to become a fan, and then grew along with Peter Davison's Doctor. And it's interesting what you say because this is now uh, we were Freya Fre- 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 Fre and I were, were working this out. So this is. 14 15 years old 14 years old it was 2008 right when it was when yeah. it was released so freya is 15 now she was 1 year old wow. when this came out which means this is the equivalent of me watching terror of the autons in 1985 sort of mid davison kind of era when i was the same sort of age as my daughter now so you think about how those davisons look compared to the perky stories or vice versa actually you know if you compare terror of the autons with the caves of androzani there is a stylistic difference there's you know Mm. an awful lot of you know it's a different way of telling a story but in both cases the stories are phenomenal, you know, and and, yeah. and that's the thing that that has always been Doctor Who's strength—the the 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 strength and the breadth of the of the storytelling. That the fact they could tell any story with any kind of setup anywhere in time and space has always been a draw. And as long as it yeah. maintains that, it's got a very strong future.
0: Oh yeah, it it is literally creatively limitless. Um, you know, they they can do anything in it, which which is.
1: They but can do anything if yeah. they want. That was just a little song. I just decided I was going to sing there. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll cut. It's all right. I'll cheer uh, you up. <laughs> so, yes, Santarins and things. Well, we don't see them straight away, do we? They, they, no. um we, we, we have a nice little uh, pre-credit sequence in this one where somebody's getting kicked out of the Rattigan Academy. Thrown yes mercilessly cast from this academy of genius I by, genius by I, I, ge- self-proclaimed I geniuses,
0: geniuses. self-proclaimed genius Luke yes. Gratigan and uh, she's a journalist isn't she who's been she investigating is a journalist, yeah, she, um, she
1: threatens to spill the beans yeah she's been investigating I'm going to spill the Moss. beans she says just you wait and get in my car and I'm going to drive off and I'm going to spill the beans <laughs> that must be a deleted scene that was in, that was in Helen Rayner's first draft
0: <laughs> so um yeah, Atmos is the uh, uh what was it? Atmos. Atmospheric system systems. systems. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, I can't remember what um, it's called. I've been looking and, on the uh, internet for about an hour trying to figure out because I didn't write it down. Well done. So we first saw uh, the Atmos logo in Partners in Crime the first. Time we we did. So a little we? logo. Yeah. yeah, on the on the taxi and. um you know, it's it's very simple, um, but it, it crops up a few times, I think, if, or or at least that once anyway, mm. and, and it's enough to kinda of make you think, Oh, was, you know, it was obviously shown so so you knew oh Atmos, that's gonna be something. It's um, gonna pay off later. Yeah. Then. And and it paid off here. So um yeah, the, the pre credits bit um involves the car uh driving itself doesn't it and um and, and she yes wants to, she wants to go to you well, she, she's
1: on the phone isn't she as well so she's not yeah. really concentrating that much she's just kind of following the little red line and the voice prompts which which yeah. i'm sure we've done we've all done yeah but well, do you know on occasion you know, this is one of the things
0: that who can do so well is take an everyday thing and make yeah. it scary you know we've all been there mm. with uh you know the sat nav where you follow the instructions and you've you've ended up somewhere and you're like there's no road or <laughs> how do i get through here or whatever fortunately no one's ever driven into a river actually that's well, maybe they have um you know and sort of survived
1: <laughs> but you know um i've seen a few lorries stuck in some yeah very dodgy yeah places, see, Seen some Just following stuff. the sat nav yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um so, yeah, it's
0: quite, it's quite a good um, opening sequence, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's, It feels very relevant, doesn't it? It's something we can all relate to very, yeah. very quickly and understand and, the danger of it. And even though, like
0: now, you know, a lot of people use their phones for, for that sort of thing instead mm-hmm. of an actual sat nav, uh, you know, it, and it kind of shows in some ways, again, how the sort of. Um, you know the the style and the the visual of the episode is dated a bit, but the it's themes of are its all time, st- yeah. But it's all still relevant, if if not more mm. so, really, in a way, because of how much we rely
1: on technology. Actually, yeah, you know? you're probably right. Do you know what? Actually, thinking about it, I think I didn't actually get a sat nav until 2008. Before then, I used I, to use a thing called a map. A what? A um, map. <laughs> big book with a map in it.
0: I oh, went out um, wrong
1: with my map. I could go anywhere in the UK that I wanted with a map, and it wouldn't tell me anything. It wouldn't drive me into a river. That's for sure. Never once did I drive into a river just following my book of, book of maps.
0: God, yeah, uh, yeah. I used to have a map book in the car, but I had a sat had yes. quite early, probably around this time, because um, you know I'd go around a lot for filming. Mm. And we go to places we we wouldn't know. So uh, I, I had a sat nav, um, and then I remember, yeah, I think, it, I think it was getting a bit old. So I bought a new one. And my wife and I once went to Scotland to surprise my mum in Inverness, and we we oh wow, um, that's that's a drive, that's a hell of a drive. Well, no, no, what we did was we flew to Edinburgh, uh, okay, uh, spent a few days there, hired a car, but, but had taken our sat nav with us. So we ah. used it to drive from Edinburgh to Inverness, gotcha. And then flew home. and got home and I thought we were unpacking, and I thought, "Where's the sat nav? Where's where's the you brand new sat nav <gasps> that I spent 150 quid on? Did you leave and it? left it in the glove compartment oh. of a hire car? Oh mate! And, oh uh, no! And we contacted the. Bearing in mind Inverness Airport's very small, yeah. And we contacted the rental company, and they were like. No nah, mate, no, nah, we got no no sat navs that have been left here. Is that
1: what they talk like? They talk like that yeah, England yesterday. Nice no, one, mate. He,
0: he, he was he was cockney, <laughs> <laughs> sort of. And um, anyway, we we ended up kind of making a bit of a fuss, and we were like, Duh, we don't really believe it's you." So they they sent us uh, a second one that had been in lost property for you know. They said we've been stuff up six months old, fifty quid. No, it wasn't. So spandy, I ended up going back to a. I had a rubbish one again for a while, but at least I had one anyway. So, yeah, um, completely off topic there. <laughs> Should just start a book but, of maps. Yeah, a little little sat nav history for you, dear yeah. listeners. Five ninety nine. Um,
1: my book of maps cost me. Yeah, yeah. They covered but, but, everywhere but, in the UK, even uh, the Channel Islands, except for new housing estates. <laughs> yeah, apart from that. But then, and to be fair, very few sat navs covered those either. That, you go flying to a void. There'd be yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, and and the little arrow, your the, little car the little arrows, just going going like going I do? crazy because yeah. it doesn't
0: know where you are, trying yeah. to figure
1: out, attach itself to a little yeah. road. It's amazing how these things have become kind of ingrained into our into absolutely. our way of life. And even then, back in two thousand and eight, just bringing it back on topic, they mm. absolutely Good. were. They were everywhere. They were ubiquitous. I believe is the yeah. word. That's my word of the day. I'm going to try and squeeze it into the podcast as often as possible, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, good, good challenge. Yeah, I'm good. to do that. <laughs> you you I'm can't just say it. <laughs> up a little
0: bit. You've got to work it into a sentence. Yeah, it'll so be, yeah. It'll l- be natural. Before pe- before You'll people never, stop, never even notice. Sorry, before people stop listening. <laughs> um, so we we have the title sequence and we catch up with the Doctor and Donna, don't we? In, yeah, in we TARDIS, do. And he's teaching her to fly it and uh, she puts a nearly puts a dent in the 80s, doesn't she? Um, she does. Yeah. Which is quite good. And then he, he gets a phone call, which Donna and the audience are sort of a bit stunned at because we didn't know that the Doctor had a phone uh, as far as I remember. Um, and it's it's Martha, isn't it? Um, it is, it? yes. Hang on, is this, this is still pre credits. This is still pre credits because yeah. she ends yeah, with, the,
1: um, with the with the line, bringing, <clears throat> "I'm bringing you back to Earth." Back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. It's really fast that music, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I've so forgotten right, how absolutely. fast it was. <laughs> Just blows <Yeah>. at you. <laughs> Probably
0: my favourite Murray Gold version of the theme. Actually, it's really good. It's it's, it's really a good, cracker. Yeah. So it kind we, of builds
1: it, each tenant series, doesn't it? it they just yeah. layer more onto it, more instruments, bigger orchestra, it, yeah. more percussion, all of that. And by yeah. series four, it's just banging. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. banging. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we then come back
0: to uh, well, we come to Earth, don't we? The TARDIS arrives. And, yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, it lands in the Valley. Yeah, there is a slightly awkward reunion with uh, Martha and, and the Doctor, isn't there? Because obviously. You know, they, they had their their relationship and uh, you know, she liked him and he didn't like her and blah blah blah. Um but it's it's sort of quickly moved past, isn't it? They have a hug and they're happy to see each other and it's it's all good yeah. and then Donna comes out and um you know, the doctor says don't start fighting and then they started taking mm. the mick out of him much like Rose and Rose and Sarah Jane did that as well. Um so he says, Oh I'd rather you were fighting actually. Um so it's sort of you know, gets that stuff out of the way quite quickly, mm. and then then the unit lot turn up. And um, my first note here is unit music is good. Uh, I quite like that sort of rock yeah. lot, light l i t e music. Okay, that they, fair that enough. They for yeah, it. I'll let you have um, that. So yeah, quite quite like that. Um, and then it, it all um, all kind of kicks off, doesn't it? So they they go
1: into um, the the gigantic black uh, the big lorry big lauren that is strolls up doesn't it it's, yeah, it's a nice it's, shot isn't it because it the, the, the way the camera sort of builds the scale of units which yeah. we we haven't really seen since um, the 70s or was it the 80s i don't know but we we haven't really seen unit for for decades really have no. we no they weren't in three, I think well, th- like. there was a there was a mention of them in was it world war three the slithing thing yeah no, and we'd seen the Valiant at the end yeah, of the previous, previous series, but, but not there was really no much unit. Of unit, if I remember. No, no, that's and this right. is the first. So this is really the first time we see full scale unit, probably mm. since, probably since something like Seeds of Doom, something like that. Yeah, so it's been been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has been a while. Um, and even in Seeds of Doom, they only come in in the in the last couple of episodes, just to right. blow everything up. <laughs> so before that, it was probably. Yeah, it was probably Invasion of the Dinosaurs, John Pertley or something like that. Well, it,
0: one of my notes was like nice. Proper callbacks. unit story. Yeah, nice callbacks to the Third Doctor's era because yeah, the uh, commander says you're you're still on. What was he still on know? the
1: payroll or something? That's it? it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a few and references like, there. He used to work for them. It's like, yeah, yeah you know Seventies. 80s that that whole unit dating conundrum, yeah. which has never yeah. been solved and never will be because <laughs> <No. laughs> it's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. it's <laughs> one of just those things it, yeah. Doctor Who has to carry with it for eternity. So we, we end up
0: inside the uh, unit uh van, which was a bit TARDIS like actually. I thought he was it very much bigger on the inside, wasn't it? Um so we find out about a load of worldwide deaths that have been happening in, in cars with Atmos systems. Yeah. Um and so Who's,
1: who's that guy's um, what was he, General the 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 brigadier replacement? Was he mm. Mace, Mace, General, yes. General Mace, that's him. Yes, I knew it possibly, to me. yeah, yeah. I'm getting old, mate. It's very difficult yeah, to recall uh, names uh, of his name, no. So, anyway, um, go on, Susan, all yours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so th- they, they need to um, investigate yes. the uh, Atmos they need to. deaths, they don't to. they? It's yeah. the law. Yes, they do. If we find out about all the Atmos deaths, deaths yeah. that have been happening around yeah. the world um, and at this point, the doctor isn't really impressed with the very militaristic u- no. new unit, is he? Um, no. What, what did you think uh, of all that? Well, he doesn't like being given a salute, but then Donna wants a salute, I suppose, because of.
1: You can um, salute me as well, are you? And they yeah, do. I'll I think she, was, she was doing it just for a laugh, though.
0: Yeah, I want because but um, Wolf salutes, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he does, yeah. So he does. Points, but he does it with a... meaning and feeling. yes, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, it was weird because it's quite a good action episode. This one, you know, some some good mm. uh, you know kind of TV shootout stuff, and I like the uh, uh, sometime blast that goes around a corner, which which you get in the next episode. That was quite fun. But yeah, it was. A, I felt a bit like I'm presuming it's kind of anti-military. Mm. which which is, you know, understandable. Um, but but then at the same time, you've got all these people firing guns and stuff. But I suppose how do you do something like this and be anti-military at the same time? Do you know what I mean? You've got to show it,
1: you know. So Do you, do you mean, like, the, the story itself is, is anti-military? Is that, is that what well, you
0: mean? Uh, well, in, in the characters, yeah, you know, the Doctor doesn't like it, does he? And um, No, I, I think he, the, the Doctor know,
1: always takes a sort of anti never stance, no, and doesn't he? Even they, when he was they, on the payroll.
0: Yeah, and they sort of not look down at Martha, but you know, there's a there's a hint that you know mm. well, you're a soldier now, and you know, oh God, this is, well, think, this is what? I happens, mean, Donna you know. raises that,
1: doesn't she? She yeah. says, "Is that is that is that what happens to them, Doctor? Well, is that, or then, is that what you turn them into, soldiers?" Yeah, and he's not uh, he's not he's not too impressed by that flash of insight because uh, Davros re- references that. You know, later on in the series, isn't he? You know, which
0: which uh, always remember the reaction from Tennant to that is, you know, so well done. He's he's Mm. guilt and shame and embarrassment. You know, it's it's quite interesting.
1: Yeah, you see a foreshadowing of it here, don't you? Because he's he he knows that Donna's right. Actually, Martha has become if not some if not a soldier, she's attached herself to a parent a a, sort of military organisation. Yeah. And, uh, but then Martha makes the point, and the point she makes is brilliant, because it's exactly the doctor's stance when he, uh, when he became John Pertwee all them years ago, which is that he can change things, or she can change things from the mm-hmm. inside, if she's yeah. a part of it. From the outside in, it's a lot, it's a lot more difficult, but from the inside yeah. out, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit easier to, to affect the changes. Yeah, but you know, Earth is under threat. There's no two way about it. There is a, well, there is a very skilled military force amassing in t- skies above. Yes, there is. Yeah, and they're short, and they're brutal, and they're fierce. Yeah, and they look like baked potatoes. Ah, yeah. You got a feel for the Santarans, haven't you? They've never been able to shrug that off. Ever no. since uh Lynx in the Time Warrior, you know, yeah. unpopped the clasps on his two piece helmet and slid it off. The whole baked potato thing has followed them through yeah. time and space yeah. through the decades. It's yeah. never gonna go away. unfairly. Well, we'll talk a bit more about them
0: uh, shortly. So Yes um th- at this point, um they've um uh, they, they've done a raid, haven't they, on the uh, on the Atmos uh, facility? Um, unit and, have yes, yeah. Unit have yeah, um, and, which is where the truck is, and they're sort of in in trying to investigate. You know what what's been going on, and the staff are all acting very strange. There aren't they? Um, which is where Donna uh, comes into play, isn't it? Because she uses her fastest temp in chiswick That's skills.
1: right. Yeah, she she goes looking for the paperwork, doesn't she? And says, yeah. "If you want to know what's going really going on in the company, start with HR."
0: Yeah, and I, I thought, yeah, it's probably quite true. Really, and she <laughs> she finds a sickness folder, yeah. and it's it's empty. Nobody's and, taken a know. day off sick. Yeah, ever. So that was quite good. So we we join two uh, soldiers, don't we, who are exploring mm-hmm. the lower corridors of the factory? Um, and uh, there's two. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, two gauntlets. Yeah, too gormless likely lads guarding a door, and they <laughs> they sort of burst their way in, don't we? Um, I made a note here. Let me just bring it up. Uh, it's nice lighting in the clone room. Uh, you know, there's a lot of purple yeah, and green. Yeah, it is actually. And, um, it's, some, there was genuinely some you know some really good stuff in mm. it. That kind of was pushing it yeah, a bit more. Yeah, really of, good photography. Yeah, yeah, than, than you know the usual stuff of this time on on mm. telly. Um, so yeah, particularly liked all that. Um, I thought the clone bit was was gross and um you know a little bit of body horror and the sort of uh, yeah it's pretty nasty wasn't it with it's in kind of, yeah, yeah and the cord in the back of the head yeah. it was a bit matrixy you know when they're in the um battery uh, mm. things that they have in there you know and they're all plugged in um so yeah they they uh the the, the um a Sontaran first appears here doesn't it um and uh we don't see its face or anything do we so, so, the two soldiers investigate this this room and they find a, a clone, don't they? But it's all it's all sort of pale and milky looking. You don't you don't really know what it is at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, they um they,
1: they 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 find the door when they're sort of investigating the lower levels of the factory, don't they? And it's yeah. guarded by two people who won't let them through. So they yeah. take it upon themselves to kind of bully their way through. But they've been overseen by um by by the the main and commander general, I forget his name. Yes, General General Stahl. Yeah, General Stahl. That's it. And he and he says, the "Let them through," because yeah, he wants that's to. It. Yeah, he wants to. He says, "Okay, yeah, let them through." And they come through, and he wants a bit of yeah. sport or something. That that's so it, they yeah. come in, they find the clone room, and it's all stinky. Oh, it stinks in here, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. they open it, and there's something. There's like a noise from inside this massive tank. And then it gets really, really creepy and alien-like. and Yeah. And then they they sort of open it, and you're expecting something horrible, but then it's just a pool of green, milky fluid. And they're they're like, oh, look, it's just a pool of green, milky fluid. And then his head goes, and it's the clone thing. And they're like, and the head's like, thrashing around all bloody and we're like ah and the guy's like Aah! and then it's just yeah it's just nasty God. from then onwards i'm I so confused i thought i was watching it then <laughs> yeah i know see i just recreate stuff brilliantly yeah it's, it's one of my
0: skills so after all the uh, shouting and scares there's a uh, teleportation beam and a some oh, well, time in, right. in yes, the room there is. Well done. yeah and uh they Sort of the soldiers take the mick out of him there for his height and things, and, he, and then he kneecaps them with his blaster. Oh, and that's stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, you find out that they can't fire their guns because of the copper excitation or something, <laughs> yeah, that's something um, I which which is quite good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he identifies himself as as uh, general style. Um, and uh, we, we do see his face at this point, don't we? He, he takes the helmet off, uh, that's right, because that's what they call a nice that's it. Yeah, it's quite and they a sort slow... of laugh at him again because he's yeah.
1: short and looks mildly comical and unthreatening.
0: Yeah. And it's quite a slow reveal, isn't mm. it? As he takes it off and the camera moves around, it's, it's nicely done. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I it's brilliantly the, done, actually. Yeah, yeah, and and I remember seeing them. I think they were on the cover mm. of DWM or something back back. You know, yeah, and they and, might uh, be. I think they were around, weren't they? I, I thought they looked really cool and uh, it was a, you know, nice, nice design. But I say I thought because ah. uh, ah, going okay. to be honest, uh, they still look good, but the mm. but the flux design. Uh, it's better, was isn't it? Superior in yeah, you know yeah. the armor and also their ship looked better in it. You know, yeah. it was obviously you know it's been
1: upgraded a bit. The ship I being like upgraded, uh,
0: TV production stuff has moved mm-hmm. on a bit, and it wasn't just kind of purple squares hanging in a black studio. Um, but uh, yeah, you know they,
1: they look good for the for the time. Yeah, I thought, yeah, and, they did. Yeah, I I, I remember uh, it at the time actually, and I I mean I've, I've never been a big fan of the blue suit at all. I I just, I hated it when it first came out. I thought, oh, cry out loud. What have they done to the Suntarans? You know, mm. they look stupid. I mean, they've always looked a little bit comical anyway, but I thought it was just, I just thought the foam blue, oh, I just didn't like it. But I, I kind of went with it. And, mm. um, but the, the actual prosthetic itself, the face, um, you know, it's, it, it looks brilliant. The, yeah, there's no, it's it looks really well so done. believe The way it's kind of melded into, yeah. um, Oh, what's his name? Oh, I keep—I just keep thinking of him. Of him. It's, it's Christopher uh, Ryan, isn't it? Mike from the yeah. Young ones,
0: and um, who was
1: in—and um, Dan Starkey. That's, that's the, it. Dan that
0: Starkey plays the right-hand one. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. Is but, Strax and yeah,
1: yeah. But the so yeah, the prosthetics is good. I wasn't so keen on the on the uniforms, but to be honest, mm. it, it doesn't really matter because no. they sell it so well. And yeah. Christopher Ryan sells it so well. Oh, he is absolutely 100% yeah. believable yeah. in that. He really is. Yeah. He's, he's astonishing. As, as good as he was as the. Um, uh, the oh, God. It, what what was he in? It was in Mind Warp, a Colin Baker story, Trial of the Time Lord. Um, right. Lord Kiv, that's him. A, a similar kind of thing. He was, a, he was a slug sort of creature, you know, and, uh, and and he had a face all full of prosthetics. And, and he. And he surprised everyone there as well because, again, for a generation, he was Mike for the Young Ones, you yeah. know, anarchic comedy show. And then suddenly he was a Doctor Who monster and we were laughing like, oh, oh that's going to be ridiculous. But he was brilliant in that and he was just, if not more brilliant in this. So well, uh, kudos um, to Christopher Ryan. Mm, he's That he's precedes the
0: um, – I think I might have talked about this on, on the podcast before, but, you know, when they cast – just uh, check uh, his name, actually. Yes, Christopher it, it Ryan. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that precedes later stuff in in Who, you know, when they cast Catherine Tate, I was a bit like mm, not sure about this, and I was mm. proven wrong. And then they cast um, Matt Lucas, and I thought mm, not sure about this, and then he was he was really good. And then they cast um, uh, John Bishop, and I thought mm, not sure about this. And I don't know why <laughs> I thought mm. because by that point, really, I should have just trusted them. You, you know? should have just <laughs> trust them
1: to get yeah to know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and
0: and they did a great job. Yeah. Mm. So um, at this point. Um, we, we join the Doctor, and he's going off with um, Ross, Pri- Private Ross, isn't he? Oh, to that's right. Um, yeah, yeah we like Ross. L- R- Luke Rattigan, and um, uh, there's quite a good bit, that uh, <laughs> such a bad dad joke, but um, they're talking about the Atmos, and uh, uh, Ross says, oh, you know, these things, they drive me around the bend, and then it cuts to a wide shot as, the, as their jeep turns around <laughs> a corner, and he, yeah. he, <laughs> the Doctor says... Oh, you t- you timed that well, didn't you, or something like that? And uh, <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> oh, that always makes me chuckle. Thought well, it, it was quite good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old ones are always the best, aren't they? The old ones, yeah, yeah. Um, so we we then get um, a little bit with Donna and and Martha, don't we? Um, where Martha, well, uh, it, 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 it kind of sets up some stuff that comes. It's So Martha tells Donna how you know she didn't tell her family about. Her uh, involvement with the yeah, doctor, yeah, that's right. That, that yeah. led to their sort of capture by mm. the master, and you know all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so she says this they're kind
1: of imprisoned, tortured, etc., yeah. etc. Et so it,
0: Donna thinks, it, "Ooh, crikey!" Yeah, um, and it obviously uh, pa- panics her a little bit, and mm. um, uh, a panic. Yeah, and and then she says that um, it's quite nicely played. You know, she wants to go and. You know, he, he thinks
1: that she wants to go, leave, That's permanently, That's doesn't so she? so funny. Yeah. And he comes That's, out with one of his resounding speeches, and she's just staring at him brilliantly. Yeah. Catherine takes a expression on that while she just yeah. lets him just, just roll um, as much rope around his neck as yeah. he likes, and she's just feeding it to him with her eyes, and, what is, she and he says, does it.
0: <laughs> Big, fat, space dumbo. Yeah, or something and he goes, calls, and you're
1: yeah. just going home. You're just looking yeah. home for a bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You stupid yeah. spaceman, or something. Yeah, whatever something like is. that. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> and it's it's quite nice because I think also this is um this is the series kind of slightly taking a piss out of itself a little bit because Ten or Doctor Ten, I'm calling you know the Doctor's done this for. He's done it quite a few times. You know, come out with something really epic when he's saying goodbye to someone or i'm sorry i'm so sorry you know that thing that he does mm, quite a yeah. lot of and they all you know the, the music is always kind of swelling up around him and the yeah. emotion It's probably flames going off in the background usually that sort of stuff and they kind of play on it here and obviously it turns out the way it does because it's too good a joke not to play out but and the, and they do it brilliantly. But I love the yeah. fact that it is actually the the show sort of being a little bit irreverent with its own material. I think that's great. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a nice it's dynamic. It, it all been getting a little bit po faced in the previous series, mm-hmm. I thought, and and maybe even at the start of this one. I think you know, which kind of illustrates why Donna was just the perfect character to bring yeah. in at this point. Yeah, because she, 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 she was... just brings that element of it. You know, she just she is there almost to poke to poke fun at it, really, isn't she?
0: Yeah. The 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 companion is often the uh, you know the audience's you know window into the adventure, and Mm. and Donna Donna really works so well. She does, yeah. She's she's
1: like a pin in a balloon. You know, she'll keep pricking that balloon and just watching watching explode into a guff of hot air, as indeed the Doctor does right here. Yes. Yeah.
0: So we we do see Donna um go back to back home don't we in Chiswick and um this We is do. Where yeah. Bernard Bernard turns up and um
1: Yeah. Bernard's it's a just, beautiful he, moment. He's he's at the end of the the um end of the street isn't it on the street corner and she's kind of walking up towards yeah. him and they, they spy each other from some distance. Yeah. And and he's like, both hands sort of do that thing that he does yeah. with both hands and you know, with his face and his head and yeah. everyone's trying to suddenly everyone feels really emotional. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my god, and Donna starts with a tear down her eye and she's like, Oh, it's it's my granddad and you feel yeah. the bond between them. Yeah, it's you it's do. a it's a beautiful thing right through every episode that these two are in. Because so much of it is powered by
0: Bernard. And Catherine, and what they've mm. got to, together, and because it's it's pa- a performance,
1: isn't it? It's it's yeah, it in is, you yeah. know the, their eyes and how they look and the the sort of teariness yeah. of it, and Cause, cause that the emotion in the paper, the voice, you know, on, on paper that's just she runs down the a street bit to flat. it, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. Paper, and, and that's but...
0: that's it's it, it's in the direction and and the meaning of behind it all and everything, and and they they just make so much of that, um, and uh, you know, I think. Wilf uh, kind of lives vicariously through Donna a bit, you know, he, mm. he thinks that oh, the doctors definitely. Yeah. you know, sh- sh- because he's as we've seen previously, he's got an interest in space and everything mm. and uh you know, he uh uh wants to you know, to, he to encourages to get her, it, doesn't he? To, he does to go he, off yeah, there to, and, to go and live and, her uh, life. Yeah, do more than she's been doing at at mm. home and um you know, which is sort of the the, the ultimate tragedy of Donna at the end is is so heartbreaking because I, I don't really want to think about that
1: because it sucks
0: that's big time. Yeah,
1: the biggest letdown of this particular series of Doctor Who ever. But let's not go there because no. that's not what we're talking about. And I'll only no. get angry. So
0: um then turns up.
1: Yes. Now I'm going
0: to be honest.
1: Sylvie, I, Donna's mum. she's Do- a bit I of a don't dragon. Like her kind of archetypal just dragon really isn't she she's she's very little character and yeah and and she's
0: supposed to be unlikable but you know yeah she didn't off berate uh donna and and wilf all the time and has got nothing positive to say and nothing you know (laughs) stuff is happening in front of her and she she doesn't accept that it's it's real Mm. and uh she's just hard work i mean you know um jackie was uh Sort of, bolshy, but in a in a sort of ah, she's all right way. Do you know what I mean? I, I found Sylvie. yeah,
1: Jack, Jackie was a lot more endearing as yes, a character. Sylvie, wasn't she? She, she? She had an acerbic side. She could put people yeah. down as 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 much as just look at them, yeah. and you know she could hold her own. And you can see kind of where Rose inherited her feistiness, fiery yeah. nature from. Sylvie's also got a fiery nature, but it feels more—it feels more toxic yeah. than a lot more so than, than than Jackie did, and it's 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 a lot more shallow, I think, in this story at least. Anyway, to be fair, I think Sylvie shines in Turn Left, and that's yeah. when we see everything that she is kind of put under the test. The same for all the characters in that one, yeah. Really. And that's and that's you know deliberate to to then inter- sort mm. develop her, but
0: yeah, I. I you know, remember just saying, "Gosh, she's just awful," and she's, she's awful.
1: To be. Yeah, she's awful. But she is, it, isn't she? You wonder, it, you yeah. wonder how how she ended up being Wilf's daughter, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Given quite, that he's yeah. such a lovely old fella, how is yeah. she his daughter? And 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 it's quite nice, and you, you can kind of see it in Bernard's performance again. You know, he's he's very sort of he, he puts up with Sylvie. And yeah. he's, you know, he'll let her order him around. He'll give her some jib every now and then and he'll, you know, he'll seal up the doors and the windows and yeah. do the kind of man's work, so, so to speak, and all that sort of stuff. And she'll have him do it and he'll let her order him around. But, you know, he's, she's still his daughter. He, mm. he, you get the feeling his heart's still there. He still looks out for oh, her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And, and I, I, you know, I'd like to think that a lot of her, um, uh, attitude is she wants the best for Donna, but perhaps doesn't
1: know how to articulate it properly. I think that's and very generous of you, mate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure I got that at all. But not from this she's, episode, anyway. She's just, she's just <laughs> horrible. She's just she is pretty nasty. I think she feels yeah. let down, perhaps in her own life, and sees Donna making the same mistakes that she did, and but, mm. but doesn't know, doesn't have the vocabulary to support her. So that's kind of where Wilf the granddad mm, steps yeah. in and encu- but he sees something in Donna that perhaps her mum never did and maybe, maybe he's encouraging her to take a different path than the one her mum would like to see her go down. So mm-hmm. her mum's, you know, maybe made all these mistakes and everything else. She sees Donna doing the same sort of thing, but doesn't he imagine for a second that the road Donna could take could possibly lead to anywhere As as it turns out, you know, it's certainly not in the stars and saving planets and changing civilizations and that sort of stuff. It's just maybe taking a better job with a better pay and finding a, you know, mixed with a better bunch of people, finding a better man for a husband. This kind of standard stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Wilf sees, you know, he knows there's more to life than just that, you know. And and, and I love that. I love this series for that. And, And what he brings to it what he kind of represents or or what his words seem to seem to bring forth you know the pictures and images that that Mm. that 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 he he puts in Donna's brain and she she just runs with it she sees the opportunity and she's she's not afraid because Will's encouraging her to go for it I Mm. I love it I think it's great
0: yeah it is it is lovely with with him, yeah um so we we've also, by this point, seen um, Martha be
1: uh, taken away to be cloned, haven't we? Yes. Yes, she goes um, down to have a little snoop around, doesn't she? And there uh, comes a yeah, the a well, the
0: the tol- up. Yeah, the so- the well, so- the soldiers take her down there and say, oh, we we found oh, something. Oh, they come for her, don't they? Yeah, that, yeah they come it, with yeah. us. Yeah. That, that's, that's it, yeah. Oh, um, it's, and,
1: yeah, the general's there. He wants to have a word with her or something. That, that's that's it, yeah. down here. Yeah, they, they trick her. Lo and um, behold.
0: And then the Doctor and Ross go to see uh, Luke Rattigan, don't they? And then um, yeah, they do. A- yes, the boy genius himself. Yeah, we'll talk about him in just a second. But there's okay. a, a teleport uh, cube thing, um, yeah, which gets the Doctor up onto the uh, ship, isn't it? Some Tyrant ship, and, uh, yeah, torts t- 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 yeah. them. Yeah. So, what did you think of Rattigan?
1: I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, right. So he reminded me very much of the dude in Dalek. What's his name? Van Staten. Yeah. It it was was that, doesn't it? And um, I. uh, I don't know. I've got I've got really mixed feelings. When I first watched this, I absolutely hated him. I thought he was a, an annoying git and was just very two dimensional. It's just like standard kind of hateful rich kid genius mm. um, that this era seems to despise. I think yep. Yep. you know the, the, these the, you know genius types are never represented brilliantly in throughout Doctor Who. Um, I don't think, and perhaps even no. less so during this particular era. I don't know. And and I, I get annoyed by that actually, you know, i d I I'm not I'm not massively happy with it because you know, genius should always be encouraged, but it should be directed towards better things. And I think actually mm. Rattigan's little personal story does paint a more positive picture towards the end. But certainly in the early stages he's treated as a little bit of a kind of joke, I think, by the yeah. writers of this. He's he's
0: a little bit um uh unpleasant full of himself he knows that he's clever which is never a particularly nice trait mm. um but there's some interesting parallels between him and the the doctor i thought that you Just know th- well ratigan says that, you oh, know thanks. at one yeah, point maybe um, i have thought of that before he says oh i'm i'm lonely and um you know it's it's difficult when you're clever and you know don't have any friends and the doctor says mm. exactly the same thing um to good point to uh, well made. To, to mace i think I I get lonely, he says. Um, and um, but the, the doctor is the sort of positive example of, of it. Mm. Um, and, and going out to find friends and you know, people like Donna who will quote unquote save you and look after you and stuff. Whereas Rattigan is an example of someone who's gone off the rails with it all. Um, and, and interesting you know. given what happens to the
1: 10th doctor later on, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Without so, without the influence of Donna to kind of um, show him why he does what he does. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I, th- I th- you know he's a delib- again a deliberately unlikable character.
0: Mm. Well, somewhat- it's, it's kind
1: of, I, I find it a bit heavy handed though. You know, it's, it's like how can we make him seem as unlikable as possible? Yeah. And it's you know it's it seems the sort of thing with Van Stanton. You know, he he fires somebody, casts them out on the street, and now we literally see Ratigan doing the very same thing at the start of this episode. Yeah. Casting somebody out three, you know, I don't care. Go and tell the newspapers, and actually, they end up getting killed anyway. And he's quite Mm -hmm. happy by that so yeah. yeah i mean again it's all broad brush strokes but I, I i take your point actually i think that's a good one i hadn't thought about that those sort of parallels or the the kind of mirror held up to the doctor so mm. the doctor could be like this if he didn't have the right sort of influences or, or yeah. something maybe. It's,
0: it's not overly um you know heavy in the episode you know it's just a mm. couple of lines but i was like yeah okay i can see the no, good know, the yeah in, good point in, intention here yeah so, yeah, the Doctor doctor goes up to uh, the ship, doesn't he? <clears throat> Has a bit of a chat with uh, the Sontarans and, and Commander Star yeah. references the last great time war. And they're, they've been a bit upset that they weren't allowed to get involved in that fight. And, uh, <laughs> you know, clearly they just Impatient like Sontarans. Yeah, they You've just like a, to, to fight. A mega
1: yeah. universal apocalyptic event yeah, coming yeah, up they, in a few years'
0: time. They finally got it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Doctor goes back down, doesn't he? And and um, the, he, he escapes with uh, Ross, and they get in their little van. Now, I love this bit, and they're, they're driving off, and, mm-hmm. and the Atmos is uh, counting down. It's going to blow up, <laughs> uh, t- take <laughs> oh, him into the brilliant. river. And, and they, <laughs> they jump out, and they run off, and it's really dramatic, and it just goes, and like two sparks yeah. come out. <laughs> Which I think <laughs> is classic. Yeah, it's brilliant. You yeah, know, just... just Take it like you said taking the yeah. mic out, of it, just just downplaying it. And he says, "Oh, yeah. I was expecting a bit more than that, or something." Yeah. You know, he's he's quite disappointed by it. So I, th- I thought that was that was really it good. was very good. Yeah, um, yeah. They they realise that the gas is poisonous and that the cars are essentially weapons yes, that are going. to... That's right. Um, it all starts
1: kicking off, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: get gas to planet, allow the Sontarans mm. to use it as a, a giant um, clone factory cuz cuz yeah, that's how they yeah. do it all. Um so the the doctor uh goes back to to find Donna, doesn't he? Mm. Um and it, and he's he's reunited uh, with Wilf. Um it's, it's for the first that's time. That's right, who recognizes um, him from yeah, the Voyage episode. of the Damned. Yeah. Voyage so Bernard well done, was mate. was cast in that episode just as um uh, shop, sort of uh, news newspaper news, seller, news agent guy, yeah. Kiosk vendor yeah. Or whatever it was. Um and then um he he became uh, Wilf Donna's grandpa mm. because the the original actor who was cast in the world, he he passed away, didn't he? Did. he? Yeah, um, that's right. and I can't remember if they would shot something or or what. They they that? had, yeah, they they yeah. shot
1: a few scenes with him, and they um, had to remount them with uh, with Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, so ter- terrible,
0: you know, tragedy there, mm. and, but you know, obviously, it kind of worked out very nicely, you know, in narrative to to bring Bernard back mm. like that. So you know, it's it's quite. Um, you know, quickly and nicely uh, addressed that they sort of vaguely knew each other and things. And I think that then, yeah, yeah, that helps add, uh, you know, more weight to, to Mm. Will saying to Donna, you know, go with him and things because he's kind of had a little bit of experience with him and Mm. stuff, you know. Um, So, it all just it all kicks off at the end, it doesn't it? And one of my notes is that there's a really good cliffhanger because Will's trapped in the car, the gas mm. is going everywhere, it's all over the place. You know, it's, it's quite it um, epic and it's quite nicely shot as well. Well, I say it's epic. It 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 is on paper, but you're not really seeing it on screen. Um, you know, there's a news report, isn't there? And it says, uh, you know, references a couple cut of places worldwide. Yeah. And you don't you don't see it, um, but you know. It's budget and you it's know. it's
1: well it's okay. So epic in the, in in the in the sense that it's a global event, yeah. and yeah. all these billions of cars across the world are all chucking up this toxic gas into the atmosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I'll tell you what I what I dislike about it. I like the the storyboard of events I think that's all fine it's it's perfect mm. but it reminded me very much of the cliffhanger to uh, the first Slithine episode which again which was the first the series is the new series first real proper cliffhanger and yeah. they made a meal of it because it just seemed to drag on for years and I think this one does a bit as well to be honest it's like well you know we get Will trapped in the car. There's toxic gas kicking off everywhere. There's the doctor trying to undo it, but he can't. And it's like, right, cut. There, then. Do, do it. But we don't. We get the same shots or or, or similar yeah. things from different angles taken. So, again, we get Wilf trapped in the car. The doctor's under the car. He doesn't know what to do. He's running up and down the street. Donna's screaming her head off. And then we get Wilf trapped in the car. The doctor's running up and down the street. And <laughs> yeah. then in between all that, we get these news. Or is it in the lead up to it? We get all these i mean news um yeah. news stories and uh, newscasters right so we get like bbc news then we get an american one to kind of show the the, the scale of it and it's almost like a, a kind of um you see this a lot again in this era of uh, of, of doctor who stories and it it, it did not wind me up back in the day because it's like I get the message I get it you don't have to ladle it onto me again and again and again and they would do the same shot right and I noticed it in this and I I found the old kind of anger sort of kicking back in right I'm much more relaxed about it now but it was still the <laughs> echoes of it was still there and it's like you know we, we see the, the the news footage right And reports are coming in, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then the camera zooms into the screen, right? And it goes close to to the face Mm. of the newsreader. And then it zooms in closer, right? So you can see the individual little pixels. And then it zooms in again. So it's just their mouth talking, saying the words. And you can see all the little red, green, blue. It's like, Mm. And, okay, you do that once, that's fine. They do it again, I, I, three times they did it towards the end of that right. episode and it's just come on guys we get it we understand so i know i'm getting a bit heated up again now i i, I don't feel well, angry by it anymore as i said i'm laid back but i remember at the time well uh, fuck uh, um, me did it wind me up honestly <laughs> i'm not kidding it's just cut the show but i did think that it was a bit labored Towards yeah, the end. And, and now you I mean, say that, that I, I
0: did remember sort of thinking when I watched it. I was like, God, this does go on a bit, doesn't it? Uh, mm. this, this it's cliffhanger. You up. know
1: that that's not a writing thing, and no. you know that that's a production thing. You know, well, probably they, 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 they want to get the shots in, and they want to yeah. kind of you know you do it in the edit, don't you? That sort of thing, yeah. really. It, it so exactly in the edit, they decided that they 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 want to they make me get the this, this angle in yeah. get that one in, ratchet it up a little bit more, do this, do that. So that's where and, you know, that would have been created.
0: And, and possibly the episode came in a little bit short, and they needed to take yeah, it. very from possibly. A, yeah, from a, yeah, from a cliffhanger but, to a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's um,
1: it's a minor thing, really. Yeah, it does end in a, in a good place.
0: Yeah, and um, I've got my note here that says uh, it's it's. Simply but nicely resolved with um
1: Sylvia doing be, something it's worthwhile. Brilliantly resolved. I love yeah. it. It's one of the best resolutions to a cliffhanger. When, ever when we when in I was watching cliffhangers. It, I was yeah. thinking, just smash the
0: window, smash the window. Problem solved. Go and find a bricks, smash the window. Yeah. And I was all well. sort of thinking, yeah. Why aren't they? And then she came in and, and did it in the in the next episode. <laughs> just, I was like, Yeah, good, I liked that. Um, See,
1: Jackie would have done that as well, right? You can just imagine her coming out with a yeah, great one.
0: Brick, a brick or something for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah she, she'd have uh, done the same. Yeah,
1: because everybody has an axe in their house. But I love the point where they kind of make a joke. Well, where'd you get the axe? Why have you got yeah, an axe? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then it's just quickly forgotten about. You know? it's, yeah. It doesn't really matter. We just need something to break the window. sylvie has yeah. got an axe. She smashes it, and job's done. Yeah, you know? that's,
0: that's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> maybe in the current era, that. if
1: that was done, then people would be kicking off about it. But yeah, like, back then, it's a- all it's just jolly maniac. japes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's just just fine. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we we uh, resolve all of that, and um, Sylvia moans a bit and doesn't want Donna to leave again with the doctor. Mm. But they they go back to the uh, atmos factory, don't they? And Wilf is cheering do, them all yeah. on. Uh, and um, uh, at, at this point, uh, Donna is is put into the TARDIS to, to keep her safe. Oh, that's she? right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah,
1: she's told to um, go into the TARDIS and lock the doors or something. Yeah.
0: Uh and then um we we see uh the the doctor talking to the Centarans mm. and they they've they've got that sort of weird like projection camera thing where they've got you know, like a holographic screen in the Santaran ship and it's it's got the doctor talking on mm. it. <laughs> this is probably my camera brain, but I was like I don't think he's even the right way round based on <laughs> on uh, the way the camera would be looking at him. Where's the camera? Oh, How no. is it working? Why is there no background <laughs> behind him? He's sitting down now. How's it done? You know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, I'll tell you what,
1: though, you're not the only one to pick those things out, right? Because I, I noticed something in 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 the the first episode of this right early on when they're in the back of the van, and it's when Martha's on the computer doing stuff, and there's um. Uh, she she uh, was it? Is it clone Martha? And she's transferring data from one thing to another, and their little logo comes up, you know, data transfer or data yeah. transferring. And and I looked at it just very briefly; it's only on like half a second. I thought, oh, that don't look right. So I rewound it and paused it, and I said to Freya, "Look, look! I knew it! I knew it!" And she goes, "Ah, oh, they haven't spelled it properly. Transferring. Oh, no. they, yeah, they 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 misspell it. Oh, Does really? Things like that, mate. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. Well, I I noticed they'd um." I think it was in this episode. The Sontarans are climbing some steps yeah. and then walking down a corridor. And um, to make the invasion look bigger, they flopped the shots so you yeah, see them yeah. again yeah. F- flipped around. Or um, uh, why well, they couldn't have just shot like. Then walking down the stairs instead of up, you know, but maybe they just make it try. easy on themselves. Maybe, yeah. Um, and, or don't yeah, just double it up. You know, walk, walk up
1: there, guys, and come it, back
0: down. Two shots done. You know, <laughs> um,
1: but it's it's, and, it's like it's like cycling Daleks round through a through a door. You know, yeah, getting yeah. through the shot, they go round behind a the camera, they come out again. You know, yeah, so it it looks looks like, like there's, there's an endless of stream of Daleks yeah. or something. I, <laughs> I love that. I mean, that this that element of sort of improvisation and yeah. how do we make an army out of four people, four actors? You know, I just that. That's that's an essential part of Doctor Who, and, yeah, and is, how yeah. they've addressed that in every era has been a lot yeah. of fun.
0: It's, well, that's why you only ever see one or two without their masks on, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. The, the yeah. cost of it, yeah. Um, so, talking of um, Martha's tech, uh, I never quite got why she had um, like her little mobile phone that had access to the nuclear that was brilliant. launch. Yeah, you don't worry about things was, like
1: that, mate. That's yeah. just Crack on with it, uh, <laughs> and it was just like, do you want to blow it doesn't stuff up? Matter. Yes or no? You know, she's like,
0: no. Um, so uh, yeah, that, I thought that was a bit uh,
1: a bit, bit funny, but yeah, oh, um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but they they don't they they don't really want nuclear weapons launched, do they? Because it'll I don't know actually because they? they 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 won't scratch. The doctor makes the point they won't even make a dent on this on taran space. That's
0: right. So it's so a unit one of and he yeah. says it won't
1: it won't do anything. Um, but so then, why why does Martha keep? or oh, clone Martha keep keep. Um, bought in the, the the launch well i suppose
0: she's doing it to save the santans just in case isn't she
1: just in case so they off. launch them and they de- <laughs> dent the ship
0: <laughs> dents it makes uh, a nasty scratch on yeah. the window <laughs>
1: yeah uh, also I must, yeah, must say, kind of reaching uh, a bit I think but it, it doesn't yeah, maybe. matter it, it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter just, just matter, gloss over no. it it's fine it's fine um,
0: I, I must <laughs> say I thought the, the design and the CG on the Sontaran ship uh, was really cool but it's, it's a little bit less impressive when there's only one of them with two little ball things flying around yeah, yeah. I know
1: but it's but like it's, you know, the budget again, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. always been the bane of Doctor. And it, it, it is interesting because, obviously, since then, and we, we saw them quite recently in flux. Well, that's, it I shows just, you how far. They just look amazing. They look amazing. It shows
0: you how far yeah. CG stuff has come on, both I in know. terms of the look, the quality, and the cost yeah, we of take all that stuff well. for granted now, don't yeah. we? You know, you, things you have
1: to look that realistic now for us to even... Yeah take them seriously because as soon as the texture's not there or the rendering isn't quite right then we notice it we pick it up yeah oh it's rubbish cgi sucks yeah but at the time
0: you know probably a lot of people weren't even watching it well it wasn't even in hd was it actually no Uh, no it wasn't because i watched it on
1: iplayer and it wasn't yeah it definitely wasn't on hd but of course i'm watching it now on a blooming massive 55 inch screen Shows so up more. All forms, things, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. Um, it's
0: yeah. it's possibly been upscaled because there is a Blu-ray release, but apparently it doesn't look great. No, I, I didn't either. <clears throat> uh, it doesn't look great. I don't think. Mm. It's, it's, I do DVDs you know, somewhere. Yeah, I, I've got them all on DVD, and I watch this through. Uh, I play on Sky, um, mm. but yeah. Oh, it, that's it, even um, that's
1: even compressed even further then.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. So we we see uh, Donna in the in the. TARDIS, don't we, Indian? the Doctor yeah, has do. um, blatantly
1: talked to her. I, I love this sequence, Jeff. It yeah. is brilliant. So
0: it's so good uh, here. So we, we get a quick Rose cameo, don't we? She flashes up on the Oh, that's screen, right. Yeah, we do. Um, yep. And God, you yep. know, just uh, jumping back a little bit to Partners in Crime. So mm. uh, as you know and our listeners might know, you, you and I are, have both been fans of the secrets of the Chibnall era. Um, and I do remember uh, a couple of them in mm. this series of, of um, tenants. So when yeah. Rose turned up in uh, in the Partners in Crime episode and randomly drops fo- uh, keys in a bin or whatever it is, um, mm. I remember sitting watching it with with um, friends. I go. Oh my God! Nobody knew. I mean, you mm. know, obviously the internet was different back then, you know. But you know, you still kind of knew a bit about what was going on. And, you know, like, and yeah, there, there was
1: still a lot of rumors flying around, and there was a sort of they, core Doctor Who online fandom that. Yeah. Used to, yeah. Used, to I used to do stuff. Apparently, I I wasn't really involved in it. I, I honest, did a bit but. of um, bit of
0: Gallifrey base back then and stuff. <laughs> Ooh, um,
1: That's dirty. But, uh, uh, but they. <laughs>
0: They kept it all uh, secret, and, and then obviously you got the the flashes mm. throughout um, the, the series and things. And then, you know, I remember Tenant's fake regeneration just like for a whole week, being like, yeah. oh my god, is, is that yeah, it? It was, it was a bit so, you know, that, was that? it really yeah. was. And they managed to keep it secret, and you know, yeah, kudos they did. to them. So, yeah, the mm. little rose uh, cameo was nice. Um, and, and this bit with Donna, where the, the doctor, um, you know, she mm. sort of. Inadvertently been put in a position where you know her life is in danger, and she's got to do something mm. that you know will will save people for for the greater good. And and you know she doesn't think she can do it, which is kind of her own. Mm. Um, I love know, that I- insecurities. Yeah. And the doctor knows that she can do it, and mm. um, she she does. And the uh, hitting the Santawan on, on the back of the neck was just. <laughs> So brilliant. I loved it. It's always, it's um, always good doing that. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, it just shows that you, you, you can see Donna, mm. you know, growing and, and her confidence yeah, in, throughout the series, you know, and again, which is why her her end is, is you know, so sad. I told you not to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. You've made the, that The up. rage. Uh, I start yeah, seeing red when you, when you talk about it. Paul's that. going red. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so just the heat. Yeah so um let's let's talk a bit um well we'll talk a bit more about wilf shortly um mm-hmm. so basically the uh the poison gas uh is uh enveloping the, the planet isn't it and they work out some mumbo jumbo about setting it on fire to <laughs> to save everything everything uh <laughs> I can't remember the exact. <laughs> I can't remember the exact reason why, but because um, it had it, to be done, it just burn it all be, off. Yeah, yeah. and so everyone's it, fine, right? It's quite a spectacular sequence, and there is a nice shot. It where does they, look good. They, they yeah. blast it up, and I've seen people online talk about, well, what about the planes in the sky and all the people that died? And you, you think? Um, That's overthinking Yeah, you just can't worry about it. You've got to let it go a little story. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then watching it now. Mm. Uh, what was interesting is that then the doctor is going to teleport himself onto their ship with this flamethrower thing. Um sacrifice himself. He's to, all up
1: for it, isn't
0: he? He's all up he's for all, it. He's you know, fully
1: he, prepared to do that. Yeah. He's done it a few times. Yeah, you know, mm. he
0: he he will, and and well, I think all um you know incarnations of themselves have done it, you know. They've he, all he, done he, it at some point at yeah. least twice. Um so <laughs> he's going to go and burn them. And uh they you know, they don't want him to go and um I thought it was quite interesting that, you know, mm. he's he's just prepared to go and set fire to a load of aliens uh to stop them. Um Well he wants to give them the choice, doesn't he? He wants to give them the choice. He, a does, he does want to give them the choice and um, think
1: about what they're doing. But, he but you know, he knows he's, they're
0: not going to do it, he, he knows they're not going to, and he's, he's desperately saying, you know, last chance, last chance, and, and they're having mm. none of it, and they're just having their, you know, frat party. I, I, I honestly, you know. I
1: it's the Santarans in this as little characters are fantastic. I think yeah, it's one of yeah. the best depictions of Santarans in, in yeah. the whole of Doctor Who, and I, and I don't say that lightly because when I was a kid. The centaurans the had a kind of uh, sort of legendary sort of status for me. I'd never really seen them. I had kind of very fragmented memories of watching the centauran experiment, which is quite nasty when you're a kid watching mm. that, because it's just basically about torturing people to yeah. see what happens when you put them under stress. And then the invasion of time where they're not in it very much and they're running through a, a disused hospital shooting the doctor. But the fact they'd invaded the doctor's own TARDIS kind of showed that they were really powerful people. Yeah. And, and so when, it, when I sort of grew up a bit older, I, I, you know, I used to write fanfic in the back of my school exercise books about Santarans. i i love them and and I'd, I'd read also um ian marta's novelization target novelization of the suntaran experiment which is brutal e- e- even more so right than the tv series because ian marta wrote very hardcore body horror doctor who mm. stories that were for adults they weren't meant for kids as far as i'm concerned right mm. they're nasty so But they're good because of that, right? Don't get me wrong. I love them, right? So the Suntorans had this kind of really weird mythical state. So the first time I'd really seen them was was in The Two Doctors, which was the last time they'd appeared in the show before this thing. And Mm. I can't even begin to tell you the sort of feeling of um, utter despair I had or, or the power of being let down so much by a legendary Doctor Who monster. And then just watching them just be ridiculed within the show that they were a part of, and and they, they just weren't anything like the, what I thought they were going to be. When 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 the ships first identified in part one of the two Doctors as a Santaran battle cruiser or something, I was over the moon. I was so excited. I, I honestly couldn't believe that I was going to see Santarans next week in, in in Doctor Who, and and it was awful. And then. For this one, when they're coming back and they're wearing that stupid blue outfit, which I didn't like, I just thought Mm -hmm. they're going to be awful again. You know, why can't we just have good Suntarans? Why can't they be, as Ray Holman put them, was it, he said, "Dirty, dirty, brutal... Yeah. Santarans or something like that yeah, right yeah and and they, they were in his bloody foam things but that aside the characterization the new thing this new battle cry santa ha santa ha you know they suddenly seem to have a kind of validity and a yes. credibility about them and that end speech that general style puts in front of the doctor where he calls the doctor out come on then do it do it and yeah. the Doctor can't do it, and he wants to do it, but he doesn't want to do it because he can't. Right. He can't just do what he does, right, at that point. Yeah. And, and the and you know, the, the, they, they know that, and they're goading him, they're pushing yeah. him. And you, for the first time, this is the third time I've watched this, this episode, and it's the first time I really felt the power of that confrontation at the mm-hmm. end. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was really Really, really good. good. Star- and then, of course... Um, Ratigan does the body swap thing, doesn't he? Yeah, and the general flops because he knows that whilst the doctor wouldn't have done what he did, this guy certainly will because he's yeah. got a score to settle. And and, and I, Sontar. ha, he says, yeah, which is quite Gosh. a yeah, it's pack. brilliant. I I love yeah. it. Honestly, it's so it's so good. You know, there's a nice tidiness to the logic yes. in the story you know it's it's never been my favorite Doctor Who story and I you know the first time I watched it I wasn't that impressed the second time I watched it I didn't think I was that impressed but somehow this time third time lucky I watched it and and I absolutely loved it you know I loved yeah. all of it I, I apart from the blue uniforms but I was able to get past it and okay a few little niggles about certain things but in on the whole that's that's what doctor who is you know it's mm. rarely ever perfect and if it is perfect it's only a, a certain number of people's idea of perfect you know that my mum will always find something wrong with doctor who because that's just who she is any one of us could find all sorts of things wrong with any episode we like and tear it to pieces and, and i've done that on occasion and this story you know as i said hasn't been my favorite one but yeah i i really enjoyed it this time around yeah, and it, i really it enjoyed it as well the end. yeah I've, I've always liked
0: it and um you know had a great time rewatching it saw some mm. stuff you know that i hadn't kind of noticed before um you know saw how uh, tv production and effects and stuff have changed in in those last mm. 15 years which i find quite interesting um so yeah it's it's great i really uh,
1: enjoyed it um yeah, we'll and Fre- Freya watched it with me as well, Ashley, and 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 she said she enjoyed because she's seen it once before when she right. started watching them. You know, we we went back and she she wasn't massively impressed with this first time round, but both of us were watching this and and really actually enjoying it. Good, you know, good. She just just got carried along with the story and just just yeah. went with it, and you know, it's. it's it was a lot of fun. I have to say, it's got it's like you said, Jeff. It's got a lot of action unit. I don't think it, it reminded me, and I, I said this to Freya as well, being all knowledgeable and stuff. You know, it's it's like the old it, it the old Havoc days of the Pertwee era. You know, ambassadors of death and the mind of evil, all of that stuff, and it was, it was brilliant. It, they really went to some degree of effort to pull out some stops. And show his unit mobilizing as a force. Mm. And okay, they changed the name from, you know, United, in, United oh, Nations Task did, yeah. Force to Unified. Yeah. But I don't think that was a decision. I think that was a decision they they had to make. I was sort of reading up on it, and it was like the United Nations apparently requested it of them, or somebody from the UN did, and they didn't want to be sort of confused with uh, a, an alien. Task force type thing, so so they they change, but it still works. You know, you can get over it. It's it's all it's all fine. But yeah, yeah, you just. Yeah, really enjoyed it, Jeff, and it's got a lot of heart as well. That's that's where I was going with this. It's got a lot of action. It's got uh, it's got some really nice character stuff. Martha comes back, and we see a yeah. kind of progression of her as well. We see we see you know Donna and the Doctor's relationship developing. She sees a side of him that she never knew he had. This this whole kind yeah. of militaristic history, and and she knows obviously he's, he's not about he's not about to sort of pick up a weapon and start firing it alongside the unit soldiers but she's seen what he's capable of and knows that it's always just a hair's breadth away yeah and she sort of sees him as a you know maybe she thinks at that point she is a bit of a caretaker for the doctor yes she's already saved some people she forced him to save some people in the fires of pompeii which was was that just before this one I think yeah, it might have been, uh, might, it? yeah, it well, was, yeah, yeah. So three, they've just yeah. come out of that Two. into this, yeah. and uh, yeah, and it's you can see Donna's kind of journey, it's sort of. I oh know Planet of the Ood was just before this, yes, and then P- The Assassin, whole slavery thing, yeah. and yeah. you know, sort of um, connection with the Ood, the song of the Ood yeah. and all that. So she's had some real eye-opening experiences, and now she's back home. She sees the Earth being invaded, invaded. She has a hand in stopping that invasion. Calls the Sontar and Sontarans and which is brilliant. <laughs> 'Cause yeah. that's exactly what Donna would do. Yeah. And yeah, I'm running off at the mouth a bit now, so you need to stop me. So that yeah. um well um that's my summary, my long summary. We've my got drawn some... out cliffhanger. Which I can't <sighs> let stop. Just goes on and <laughs> <laughs> So
0: we've we've got some comments from uh, do we listeners to come to in a minute, but um just to say um you because know, part of the reason why we, we looked at these ones was because mm. of Bernard and um it's it's so you know, good to see him in it, and he, he's clearly having a great time. And um, you know, I, th- I think doing the yeah. show, uh, you know, meant a lot to him. Um, mm. And uh, it, it's going to be very bittersweet to see his uh, appearance in the in the sixtieth yes. next year. I yeah, think he um,
1: did come back into it, didn't they? Yeah, or he? Yeah, he is does, coming back into it. Yeah, he done some some stuff for mm. that. Um,
0: so yeah, just you know, great character, and you know, he obviously had very good friendship with uh Russell as well and um mm. you know he he kind of developed the character to to suit Bernard and um you know his his strengths and things so and and I, I you can tell that David and Catherine really enjoyed their mm. time with him and their Definitely. scenes with him yeah. and you know the the warmth and the friendship be- be- and that relationship between them all is is genuine um and and it comes across on screen so uh, he does, yeah, yeah. He's, he's brilliant. So uh, let's go. To and some, don't forget,
1: he was there in Dalek Invasion, um, Daleks Invasion of Twenty One Fifty as well. Yeah. So he's, which, he's he spanned the eras. Yes, he, he he's been there decades.
0: really from from the early days. Yeah, mm. um, on, on the big screen. Yeah. Um, so let's take a look at some comments now. So we've got a comment from Marigold here who is at. Yay, Marigolds! Hello. Gailardia Fever. I hope I've said that right. Well, I apologize if I haven't. <laughs> Um, they've said uh, probably my favourite moment is when the genius kid slash villain has a tantrum just screaming I'm oh, clever yeah, <laughs> at his yeah. fleeing fellow geniuses oh, I'd never uh, ally with Sontarans but I know mm. the pain of realising that being smart doesn't mean you have friends or an easy life uh, and you know I kind of spoke a bit about that you know that's what you're saying, the, doesn't it doctor. Mm-hmm. yeah um, Marigold also gave us a couple of other tweets here uh, Wilf is amazing his relationship with Donna is so beautiful uh, I do always wonder why they yeah. never take him out in the TARDIS just to see the moon oh, or look down I from know. above yeah, um yeah. it would mean so much to him and yeah that's um that's a uh yeah lovely thought there yeah. really you know it's um maybe there'll be a maybe there'll be a, a book one day a story one day mm-hmm. um uh the only thing I didn't like in this story is the way Martha says at the beginning and I'm bringing you back to earth it makes me cringe yeah, every time yeah, yeah I managed that. to skip it on my uh Recent rewatch, they said. Um, so, uh, Orinoco McGee, who's at Deadly Night, says, What's not to love? You've got a groundbreaking episode with the return of the Centaurans, featuring Christopher Ryan as a superb mm. villain, uh, a reunion with Martha, as well as that smelly Vat clone, and, of course, Wilf, <laughs> who steals every scene. A top-notch two-parter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Quokka Mocha, who's at Mocker Quokka, I hope I've said that right as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> says, I, I actually did the subtitles for these for Netflix. And out oh. of season four, these were the easiest to do, apart from David Tennant talking so fast. Oh, you it mean they, 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 they wrote the subtitles? I mean, yeah, p- pre- presumably, yeah. Presumably, um, it, yeah. It was hard to get the reading speeds down and still keep his lines intact. I love season four and Donna's family. When I first saw this on broadcast, I really thought they were going to kill Wilf off as a sort of drama <gasps> <moment> for, for <gasps> no. Donna. Um, and I was ready to hate it after the cliffhanger. My favourite bit is still Donna alone on board the ship. Yeah, um, A good mix of creepy concern for the character and humour. You've got three fingers. Oh yeah, just <laughs> to put yeah, a yeah. hand on the, the thing. thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. But do you know actually just to just to say about that because um, we we moved on from it in in the, in the thing, but it's um, that if 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 it was Rose in that situation you wouldn't feel... I mean, I'm talking from my own perspective, honestly, but I wouldn't feel like she was in as much danger as Donna because Rose somehow seemed more prepared or more forward Mm. in taking on that kind of situation. She would happily go through an alien ship and find the Mm. bit that she needed to do. And although she might feel afraid and slightly anxious and all the rest of it because you would if you were in there right but i think donna's reaction is like she she never signed up for this this isn't why she's here she's here to be a friend a mate to the doctor and Mm -hmm. and i think he knows that as well and and he does seem actually genuinely concerned about having put her in that situation where she has to go out i'm Mm -hmm. and he it's still one of the few times the doctor's said it i'm so sorry and i actually feel like he means it yeah you know yeah
0: no, I think I think that's that's quite an interesting uh, point there. Yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say. And they that, they have some right. fun with it
1: as well, you know. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is always good. But yeah, it's 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 a unique thing to Donna's character, I think, because I don't can't really think of any other companion where that might be replicated in that in, no. in exactly the same way. You know, it's somebody who didn't really sign up for this is having no. to do something really. Quite heroic and possibly terminal, because mm. you know it could easily go pear-shaped. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, mm. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so geek here on the inside at KTC as a geek says, not my favourite of the Sontaran stories, but the scenes with Wilf are entirely what set it apart to me. His yeah. warmth and tears when he's seen Donna return home make me cry every time. Um, yeah, <laughs> and Herald of Creation says an odd misfire for Series Four, which seems to hark back to the faults <laughs> of Series One to Three. The human villain has no independent agency, as we know he is working for the Centaurans from the word go. Not bad, but looks less accomplished than the rest of Series Four. Um, mm. It's always it's, it's always so interesting how people
1: see things differently, isn't it? Um, I, I think that is probably what I used to think about it. Until I watched it again recently, well, right. I, I I see where they're coming from, and you know I, I get it. But for some reason, on this recent rewatch, I was able to watch it and just not worry about those sort of yeah, things. It, actually, it, I just just enjoyed were. the story for what it was.
0: I, I never thought of anything like that. Yeah, you know, maybe that makes me stupid. I don't care. But um, no. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid. You are. It, Your yeah.
1: stupidity is ubiquitous, Jeff. <laughs> you, <laughs> you see you. You're stupid you are How so stupid you are Sunshine
0: I don't know why you, <laughs> you do s- this You're dumb You see that Shriveled mushroom At the back of the fridge That's your brain that is <laughs> I'm referencing The Mary Whitehouse experience there If anyone knows that Milky Milky you- <laughs> Lovely <laughs> Moving on movie on, people are probably like, "What? Look it up on YouTube." You'll laugh. No, um, don't, don't. <clears throat> <laughs> It's of its time, definitely. <laughs> so the Grand Serpent has uh, tweeted us from his rock in space, hey. um, using the name at. Uh, my what else apprentice. has he got to do out there? eh? got naff all to do out there. Yeah, mm. uh, Wilf was a brilliant character, and I'm glad he was reunited with the Doctor. It's a brilliant episode. David Tennant is amazing mm. in it, and I loved seeing Martha back too. Uh, so that's great. Glad you enjoyed it, Grand Serpent. Sir, um, Amy, <laughs> who's at Spencer Tracy fan, says Wolf was good as yeah, always. always. Always a joy to see. The episodes yeah. themselves were okay, probably a four or five. I felt it Fair was enough. a waste of Martha's return. Um, <laughs> I like seeing Martha come back. I felt the uh, episode that follows this with the uh, the, the Doctor's mm. daughter. She she was a bit sort of underused in that one and uh had to have a weird emotional scene with a fish tank creature <laughs> uh <laughs> um which boss the rest of the episode was great fun um
1: yeah it's always so, it's always a weird one as well i think when the main when when one of the characters is kind of cloned or is not actually them for, yeah. the, for the for the for much of the of the show it's like um it's like um hawkeye Clark. in uh, in in avengers yeah you know and when he's, he's not in, really him Zygon. Yeah. yeah yeah well yeah. i think yeah maybe maybe that but i think because martha's not a regular at this point she's back in it Good to see her again. But we don't actually see yeah. much of Martha. We see some at the front, uh, some at the start, and some at the end of episode two, then. And that's it. Uh, all the Martha we see in between is not actually Martha. It's not so we not don't, her, is it? Mm. No, that's it. So I, I yeah. get that tweet, actually. I, I and, yeah. and again, this is a thing that I used to dislike about it previously. But again, weirdly, I must be getting old or something, or just... You know, maybe not as critical as I used to be, but yeah, I just didn't care about it this time. I just enjoyed yeah, it for what just it was. Enjoyed I honestly it, yeah. did. I was yeah. expecting to come on here, Jeff, and say, Well, you know, this is definitely not one of my favourite stories, Jeff, and uh, yeah. So this is from at Disciple of Brad, uh,
0: who's Matthew. Mm. Often overlooked because of how good Series four is, but I do love this story. Christopher Ryan is great as the villain, Wilf being reunited with the Doctor is iconic, and the cliffhanger is one of the best we've gotten. So I do agree with that, although, like we said, uh, it's mm. a bit long and drawn out. Um, and then we've got one uh, from Ghost Monument slash Heartstopper, who's at Sherlock242. Uh, I love these episodes. I love the bit when the doctor wears the gas mask and says, Are you my mummy? Are you my mummy? <laughs> so uh, I've meant to mention that earlier, but but forgot. So uh, that tweet kind of teed that up nicely for yeah. me. So, yes, I think that, um, you know, overall people have. You know, I've enjoyed that episode yeah, and mostly um, I've positive certainly re enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I've, mm. I've enjoyed revisiting it again and um, yes. ha- had a good time with it. So, yes, we've talked for quite a long time now. And um, if you're still listening, thank you. And um, thank you very you've much. Uh, You've enjoyed our thoughts on the episode. And if you re watch them at some point, you might uh, see some stuff in them that you had previously not seen. So, um, we will be back
1: for another podcast very soon um, and uh, we will catch you then. Yes, indeedy. Thank you for listening. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Attention, weekly human scum. This is Commander Marshal Paul of Cornet Contar and Right, I'm going to do that again. i do it again. <laughs> wait. <sighs>